Amen. Pastor Abel, buti na lang meron tayong Pastor Abel always ready to sing and preach, of course. Uh, yeah, we want to, this a beautiful flower here. We want to thank our friend for giving us this flower. Amen. Oh, all the songs are, are uh, related to our message tonight. I think Pastor Jeder or Pastor Abel got the message. When I send them my uh, when I send him my outline, so that we can follow it. <clears throat> okay, so there are only 240 more days left for the end of this year. You know, yeah. Every day I have this calendar. I mean, I have this calendar at my work. Every day I tell my coworkers, "Hey, you know, it's only 240 more days left." So what are you waiting for? He told me. I'm waiting for the uh, second coming of the Lord. You never know when it will be. And uh, yes, every day, every day, every time I say that every day. Oh, Robert, I heard that already. You have something good news? <clears throat> and again, I tell them, yeah, there's a good news. The Lord is coming. All right. So, uh, yes, uh, I want to really thank the church for giving me this opportunity you know, every time when I study uh, my, my lesson, you know, I feel so calm and so thing, and that's that. Kanina, I was talking to my wife. I feel so nervous, sabi ko sa kanya. And he asked me, why don't you sing? I said, no, I cannot sing. I don't have anything ready for me. But you know, uh, the Lord is good, <clears throat> uh, that he's the one who... Uh, is guiding us every time the person, the pastor, the deacon will come here and preach the word of God. And we thank God for the guidance of the Holy Spirit. All right, so let's pray before we start our lesson tonight. Our gracious God and heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, once again for this opportunity, Lord, that you have given me to stand in your, behind your prophet, O Lord, and I pray that you will use me, O oh Lord, and please um, hide me behind the cross. Please forgive me, Lord, for all my iniquities. You know, I am limited. I am nothing without you. Lord, I give myself unto you today, Lord, at this moment. May you put words in my mouth, and they may see you, Lord, in me. I pray, Lord, that uh, your name will be glorified, every word that I say. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Okay. So, um... Our message tonight, since it's uh, Evangelism uh, Emphasis Month, so I, um, I dig some of my notes from way back uh, in, uh, in our times before. So I, I found this uh, verse, and I did think when Brother Henry preached the book of Ephesians when he preached, and I found this also, Ephesians chapter 2. I said, okay, good, all right, I have a preach. Uh, I have something to preach uh, when, when it's my turn. So, okay, in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 8 to 15, I mean 8 to 14, there's only six verses. Okay, uh, please um, allow me to read this and follow, follow me with, uh, with your eyes. And, and here's what the Bible says. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now... Are ye light in the Lord? Walk as children of light. And you notice that's my uh, uh, title also. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving that it's acceptable into the Lord. 
and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are, are done for them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light, for whatsoever but uh, whatsoever doeth make manifest in his light. Wherefore, in verse 14, he saith, Awake thou that sleepeth, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Oh boy, uh, forgive me, sometimes I, uh, my tongue gets slip, you know, I'm missing a tooth in my front. Hindi ako sanay magsalita pag bungi. So anyway, so <laughs> when Pastor Max saw, it's like, what happened to you, Brother Robert? Sister Hazel punched you? And I said, Pastor, it's the only football of us, okay? But anyway, so it's accident happened. It's, it's, in my, it's my own fault. But anyway, so, all right. So the title of my message is, The Believer is to Walk as a Child of Light. All right, the reason why I said that there are only 240 more days left in the calendar days. What have we done in the past few months, weeks, or days? You know, have we, have we done our best for Jesus to, uh, to share the gospel or to serve him or to do whatever he wants us to do? You know, in this lesson... I only have six points, okay, <laughs> and some sub-points. It's only 8.30, all right? We have, we have plenty of time. All right, in this lesson, there's two walks through life are available to man, okay? There are two walks, okay? There is the life and walk of darkness or the life and walk of light. So which one of these would you rather have? There is a world difference between these two. In fact, a person's eternity is determined by which life and walk he pursues. Okay, people watch us as a believer. People watch us and they, they, they can tell, they can determine whether you are a true believer or a true uh, follower of Jesus Christ. You know, in verse 8, which is my first point, uh, uh, the darkness, uh, light, not no darkness, is the nature of believer, okay? Now, here we can see that before a person is saved, he is not only in darkness, all right? But he is darkness, according to our lesson. The very embodiment of darkness. What does it mean? What do you mean by this, Brother Robert? Think of for a moment. A person who does not know Christ, okay? He is alone. The person who does not know God or Christ, he is alone. Okay? You may say, hey, what about his friends? Did you count his friends? What about his family? You know, yes, you may have a lot of friends. You may have a lot of um, uh, party uh, uh, classmates or some things like that, relatives. Yes, they may be around you, but not. For, for a long time. You know, just, just think of this. All of your friends, all of your families, all of this, they may die. And so we are, and so are you. Okay? So what I'm, what I'm talking about here is uh, that, uh, you know, every one of them will, will, will soon die. In fact, so, so will you. So he will have died in darkness, never having known God. What a sad story. 
You know, a person who does not know God is in darkness. I hope everyone of here that are in this place and our viewers, I hope all of you, all of us here are believers in Christ. Now, a person who does not know God is in darkness because he does not know where he has come from. Okay? To him, everything is a result of human and natural process. It is the way of the world of a man, and we're born, and now we're here. Okay? We're born, now we're here. Man is blind. Man is blind in darkness about the truth. It is the way of the world that man, we are born here, and then of where he is in this world is originated. Now, he, is not, he does not know why he is on earth. Okay? Probably thinking, what am I living for? You know, he arises in the morning. You know, he arises in the morning, goes about his daily affairs, go to work, go to school, you know, and then at night, he retires. The following day, he wakes up again, you know, prepare himself to work and go to school or job and stuff like that, and then at night, he retires. I mean, retires mean he goes to bed or rest. And do the same thing every day and day, uh, so on and so forth. Now, what is this, uh, what is he living for? You know, you know the, real, the real purpose, meaning, and the significance of life are not understood. Not really. He lives in darkness as to why he and everyone else are really, really on earth. He does not know where he's going, okay? When you ask a person, unsaved person, do you know you're going when you die? You know, and they might say yes. And when you, when you ask them why, they, they can say a lot of things that for them to go to heaven. Now, now in, in their real, in the, is there real God, you know, that may, they may ask, is there a real God? Maybe they will say not. Is there a heaven? They may say not. How can he know and absolutely sure? He is in darkness about the future. You know, the inevitability, day and death, are eternity and rushes ever rapidly toward every one of us. You know, you know when I, um, first time we went to uh, West Virginia, we visited this, um, uh, uh, what's, what's this, uh, um, Cavern Hunt? Um, what do you call this? Uh, Luray, there you go. Luray Cavern. I think some of you have seen this. Right? You know the story of this uh, Luray Cavern. They started this digging, like, you know, it's just like a, uh, uh, a size of a um, quarter before, before it started. You know, in the, when, you, when you go down there, you know, in the middle of the, of the trip, in the, in, inside the cave, they will turn off the lights. And, and it's all dark. You won't see anything. You know, and also, um, and that's, that's what my uh, lesson here. So when we, when, before, we, uh, before we accepted Christ, we are darkness. Okay? And then, in the dark, you won't see anything. Okay? If I close my eyes here and go down on this pulpit, I don't know where is the steps. I might hurt myself, or probably Pastor Jeter will catch me and, uh, and enable for me not to hurt myself. So this is what it meant about what being in darkness, about his being a very embodiment of darkness. 
Okay, the Bible says in Matthew 6.23, Okay? But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. Alright? If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? And also in John 1.5, the Bible says, And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Okay, however, the truth, okay, however, the truth is this, you know, first that he was, the, the, the person is in darkness, that he is wrapped up in darkness, past, present, and future. Apart from God, okay, apart from God, a man knows the truth. No man knows where he's come from. Why is, why is that? Where is he going? You know, because the Bible says that, and this is the condemnation that light is come into the world that man loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil in John 3.19. Okay? And also in Romans 13.12, the night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Now, his whole life here is a shadowed and covered fermented and filled with darkness. He's not walking as light. He's walking as darkness. Now, however, the truth is glorious. The believer was darkness, but now he is in light. Okay, we were, we were unbeliever before, okay? Well, when we can tell our different uh, testimonies here when, before, we, before Christ found us. You know, we can tell here that the... Um, this is here, I am the light of the world, Jesus said, and he that followed me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of light, in John 8, 12. It is the Christ who brings light to life. He shows us the truth of life. He shows us God. He shows us the creation, the death, and the destiny. He shows us the beginning and the original, the original of all things. He shows us the purpose the meaning and the significance of all things. And he shows us the truth of death and eternity. But take note, Jesus Christ here has not only shown us the light. He has made us light. Okay? He has changed our nature from darkness to light. The light of life has been immersed into our very nature. We are now the very embodiment of light itself. So brethren... Okay, what we have to do? We have only 240, 240 days left. Okay, so we shall live eternally. We are the light of the eternal God in the midst of the world of darkness. Therefore, we are to walk as children of light. Okay, now in, um, in Matthew chapter 5 verse 14, the Bible said, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. And also in, um, in Philippians 2.15, the Bible says that he may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke in the midst of crook, crooked and perverse nation among you whom you shine as light in the world. Okay, here. Now we can see here that the, uh, in verse 9, which is my second point, okay, in verse 9, see, mabilis lang tayo, we're fast. Okay, I won't, I won't take you long. Okay, the second point here is the light bears all good. All things, I'm sorry. Light bears all good things, I'm sorry. All right, the, which, which is we can include here the fruit of the Spirit here. 
All right, which uh, let's let's open our Bibles in Gal in Ephesians chapter five verse nine. Okay, Ephesians chapter five verse nine. Pastor, nandiyan po ba? Okay, there it is. The fruit of that spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Okay, let's look at all this uh, goodness, righteousness, and truth. Okay, what is goodness? What do you mean by goodness? It is the same term that Paul mentioned here in Galatians five twenty-two, when he lists the fruit of the spirit. And what goodness describes is a type of generosity, a willingness to help others, even if you have to get your hands dirty to do it. It is a selflessness that is evident and obvious. Now, here, in our lesson, means two simple but profound things. It meant both to be right and to do right. Okay? Righteousness. Okay? There are those who stresses being righteous and neglect doing righteousness. Okay, this leads us to two serious errors. Two serious errors. Number one is false security. It causes a person to stress that he is saved and acceptable to God because he has believed in Jesus Christ, but he neglects doing good and living as he should. He neglects obeying God and serving man. All right? And number two here, not only false security and also loose living. It allows one to go out and to pretty much as he desire. So he feels secure and comfortable in, in faith in Christ. He knows that he has thus many affect his fellowship with God and other believers. But he thinks his behavior will not affect his salvation. He thinks that no matter what he does, he is still acceptable to God. Now, the problem here with the stress is that this is all, this is what you call a false righteousness. Righteousness in the Bible means being righteous, of course, but it also means doing righteous. Okay, righteousness, I'm sorry. The Bible knows nothing about being righteous without living righteously. All right, there are those who stresses, number two, doing righteousness and neglect do, uh, being righteousness. So this also leads us into serious errors. Self-righteousness and legalism. Okay, here's the problem. It causes a person to stress that he is saved and acceptable to God because he does good, he works and behaves morally and keeps certain rules and regulations. He does, he does things a Christian should do by obeying the, the main law of God, okay? But he neglects the basic law. The law of love and acceptance that God does not, does not love him and accept him because he does good things, but because he loves and trusts the righteousness of Christ. All right, and also number, number two here, being judgmental and fault-finding. Have you seen a person that always finds something wrong with you or something, finds something wrong to the person? You know, uh, what another word is criticizer. There you go. A person who stresses that he is a righteous, acceptable to God because he keeps certain laws, often judges, and finds faults with others. Okay? He feels that rules and regulations can be, uh, can be kept. He keeps them. Therefore, anyone who fails to keep them is judged and criticized and censored. Now, the problem here again is this is a false righteousness. This is a false righteousness. 
It is false righteousness. Again, righteousness is the Bible being righteous as well as doing righteousness. The Bible knows nothing and acceptable to God without being made righteous in Christ Jesus. Now, the Bible says here, okay, I think I, I, I didn't put it there, all right? So, the Bible says here, For he that had made him to be no sin, as he knew no sin, that might be made the righteousness of God in him, in 2 Corinthians 5.12. Now, over here, in this verse, we can see that Paul mentioned the fruit of the Spirit uh, here, that the righteousness here, one of them in, in, uh, in our text in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 9. So righteousness here has to do with integrity. Righteousness has been imputed in the believers. This has to do with living in an upright, moral, and decent way that is obvious to everyone. So it, that does not mean that you won't slip up now and then. Okay, it means that you don't call evil good and good evil. It means that your, your yes is yes and your no is no. It means that you are the kind of person who stands for the truth and justice. The truth is the next fruit of the Paul mentioned here. That means that we are people who tells the truth, <coughs> excuse me, in love. Okay, what is the truth? What is the truth? Moral truth? Saving truth, working truth, living truth, it is not simply something to be known. It is something to be done. Okay? Now, it is the whole knowledge and ex uh, experience of true reality as opposed to false reality. So it is the truth, that inward part. It is um, uh, diametrically opposed to shame and hypocrisy. So it permits no compromises with evil. It even abstains from appearance of evil. You know, in 1 Thessalonians 5.22, nandun na po ba ako? Or am I being fast? Alright, it is a regard for truth in every res, uh, respect. Okay? Believing it, rever reverencing it, speaking it, acting it, hoping it. And rejoicing in it, such truthful behavior frees one from all the bondage and impediment of life. Now, Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be God or whether it I speak of myself. In John 7, 16 and 17. Hmm. Okay. Kaya nga pagsabi ko, pag nag-aaral ako, I thought everything is there. Okay, now, now here it is. In, uh, <clears throat> in John 17, 17, I think it's in there. Okay? Some, not sanctify them uh, through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Okay? God's word is said to be the truth. Okay? And Jesus Christ himself claimed to be the truth. In John 14, 6, Bible says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. Okay, here now we can see that to distinguish between the two, God's words is sometimes said to be the written truth or word, and Jesus Christ is sometimes said to be the living truth or word. Now, I give you, I'll give you some five truths about the truth, okay? The truth set men free from the shadow of doubt and despair. All right, there they are, Okay? Man no longer has to grasp and grope about the note, the truth, whether it be the truth of God or his own world. 
Jesus Christ has revealed the truth, the nature, the meaning, and the destiny of all things. And number two, okay, the truth sets man free from the bandage of sin. Man no longer has to grasp after the power of, uh, to overcome, nor does he have to struggle. Again, the weight of guilt, the research of the deliverance and for the power of conquer to overcome, to attain and live in over, uh, is now over. It is all found in Jesus Christ. Alright, and another thing here, the truth set man free from the bondage of death. Amen? Man no longer has to be subject to be the fear of death. Okay? By his death and resurrection, Jesus Christ has now conquered death. And his, the death and resurrection, man has now has the most glorious and hope. He can now live eternally. Alright? And number four here, the truth set man free from the bandage of judgment and hell. Now, we can see here that the darkness of an unknown future... Okay, and the apprehension of an impending judgment constantly faces man. Okay, at best, man can only hope for annihilation and saddens and the thought. At worst, at worst, he can expect torture by the gods, small g, that be, and he trembles in the possibility. But Jesus Christ has revealed the truth. He himself has borne the judgment and the punishment of judgment of man. All right, and number five, the truth sets man free to be saved to the uttermost. So existence, love, joy, peace, satisfaction, pleasure, hoping nothing has to be complete any longer. No good things ever gained has to be denied man. So Jesus Christ here, the truth is able to save man. Okay, to the uttermost, completely, perfectly, finally, and for eternity. Okay, I, I like that. I like that praise. Per completely, perfectly, finally, and for eternity. All a person has to do is come to Christ for salvation. For he lives forever to intercede for every man. All right here. The light of Christ is our lives transformed. That, that uh, transforms us. It drives the darkness away. Okay? It, uh, and it's only obvious in the way we live our lives. Like I said earlier ago, people watch us how we live in Christ. It is also transform our minds so that we have sort of a natural knowledge of what it means to please God. In verse 10, Paul says that finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. So this goes along with, the, with, Paul, uh, with what Paul wrote in the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Okay? And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Okay? That ye prove what is, uh, what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So when we have a belt test in a martial art class, is a proof of what they've learned. Okay, in martial art, there are like how many belts? Four? White, black, green, and red, I think. I'm just guessing. So this light here that, that transforms us, that's light which proves us or to test us. You know, the, um, I think white belt is uh, only for the beginner. Okay, and then once you know better, then they change your belt until you are being black belted and you are the master. So now, 
It is exposes the flaws that weak point and let us know what we need to do work, what we need to work and what we've accomplished. Okay? Like what my question earlier, what we have accomplished, what we have done for Jesus for the last few months of this year, last few weeks and days. So how do we renew our mind? How do we find out what is acceptable to the Lord? So what does God use his proving grounds? So it was God's word. It was God's word that brought light in the beginning. So it was God's word that made flesh. His only begotten son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, that brought light to us. And we are the light of his world. Okay? Now, let's continue. This is probably my third point. Okay? Yes, my third point is... Light proves things. It shows what is acceptable. So what does this mean? As a believer, okay, here we are. As a believer, we should walk in the light. You know, by walking in the light, we prove that what is acceptable and not acceptable to the Lord. When we walk in the light, we discriminate between what is acceptable and not acceptable to the Lord. And when we walk in the light, shows to the world what is acceptable and not acceptable to the Lord. And when we walk in the light, we shows what a person should do and not do. Okay, I don't need to expound this. As a believer in the Lord, there are things that we need to do and not to do when we are in this world. Just think of this. Everything the believer does is to be unto the Lord. Everything that we do is supposed to be glorified God. You know, that is He is to set attention and energy upon pleasing the Lord. He is, we need to strive the will to do the to please the Lord. And we need to struggle to bring will uh, to bring uh, under His will to control and control His behavior in unto the fullness of the joy of the Lord. Why? Because the Lord loved and gave Himself for us. Therefore, we, as a believer, we should love and give ourselves to the Lord. You know, <clears throat> I keep saying this. You know, it's hard to go to church on Sunday, right? You know why? Because they give the full energy on Saturday. When the Saturday comes, yes, party here, party there. Let's go here, let's go there. Okay? When the night comes until midnight, they still awake, doing things. And then when the Sunday comes, they walk like zombie. You know, oh, I don't want to go to church. I, I did not have much sleep, you know. I only slept for two hours. That's your fault. You know, it's Sunday the following day. I, I always hear this to our pastor. You know, when, when Sunday comes... Saturday palang, prepare yourself already. Right? Don't get too tired. I don't mean that you don't have to do work on Saturday. But, you know, take it easy. When, when it's time to rest, it's time to rest so you, give, you give, get strength on the following day. Okay? Now, num um, <clears throat> number four. Okay? All right, there you go. Number four. See, I told you I won't take that long. Light exposes the world of darkness. Okay? Here. Believers 
are to have no fellowship with the unfruitful work of darkness. Okay? We should have no fellowship with, with darkness. Okay, there are two things here, dark and unfruitful. Dark, leaving a man stumbling, I mean stumbling and groping about in the world, lost and unable to see where he is going. Like what I said, right? When you turn off the light, you won't be able to see where you're going. You might trip up something and then head you, uh, hit your head on something and then you die. Okay? Unfruitful. Bearing no lasting fruit beyond this world when death overtakes them. Overtakes them. So we should not have a fellowship with this kind of people. The dark people, darkness people, and unfruitful people. You know, there are two things that, that will happen. Either they will take you from the, uh, from the way of the Lord or you can bring them to the Lord. So the unfruitful works of darkness are those works covered in the in this previous uh, chapter, you know, in chapter 5, it talks about all this uh, darkness thing, you know. And in the work of the, of the Philistians in uh, Galatians, of uh, the flesh, I'm sorry, in Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to 21, they led to death. Therefore, the believers is to have no fellowship. No fellowship whatsoever with the unfruitful works of darkness. Okay? Now, just... Uh, just, I just want to give you a small thought here. Sin is never to be taken lightly. You know, sometimes uh, we, as a person, say, oh, we always make mistakes. I'm only human. Yes, I agree with that. The very fact that we are charged to prove it so clearly is evidence. Our task is to, is to reflect so much light that all the works of darkness around us are exposed and expelled. Remember, when the, when the light appears, what happened? The darkness disappears. Right? When the darkness is always extinguished, but if the light leaves or the switch is turned off, the darkness appears. Alright? So now, here's what we do. Uh, okay, let's say we are in somewhere else that a lot of unbeliever people. You know, do they, do they see to us that, oh, that person, you know, it looks different than us. And maybe they'll come to you, you know, hey, what is, what is that you have and I don't have? And you look so different. You know, are you ready to answer them? You know, the, 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 the Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2, I don't think I have it there. Oh, you're in Ephesians already. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all suffering and, and, to, and, and, and doctrine. Okay, now, so um, in our lesson here, um, wow, I'm going fast. Number, number five, Nako, Pastor? Yes? All right, there you go. All right. Now, number five, light reveals and converts everything it touches. Okay? Light reveals and converts everything it touches. Now, when light touches something, it becomes light, of course. Right? It is lit up in some degree that object gives a light itself. So it's converted and changed. When the light of Jesus Christ touches the life of the person in darkness, okay, 
the life is changed and becomes light. Okay? So now, here it is. The darkness is done away with eliminated. And take note, another fact as well, that person begins to touch the lives of those in darkness who surrounds them. And of course, will also illuminate it. As long as evil is done in secret in, in tribes, but when it drag out of the dark corners and a close room into the light, it dies. Okay? When a person confronts Christ, his dark works are exposed to all the hurts, to all the damage, okay, filth and corruption. So we must always remember, we must always remember, um, this is the very reason why many refuses to confront Christ. They prefer their dark work. But when a man confronts Christ, okay, and abandons his life in darkness, he becomes lights in the Lord, okay? He is transformed by the person, okay, of Christ. William Barclay points out that this is the scene in the in a healing of Propound in, uh, in the rays of the sun. The light of Jesus Christ is just like the ray of the sun. The light of Jesus Christ not only illuminates and reveals, it is also cleanses, okay? The light of Jesus Christ is not only revealing and condemning things, it is healing things as well. All right, now, in, in my final point here, number six, Light awakens the sleeping. All right, let's let's try this in our um, in our life, in worldly life. You know, when you sleep at night, you turn off the lights, right? So you can sleep well. When the morning comes and the sun shines, oh boy, woof! Oh, it's already morning. You know, you you don't even want to close your eyes. You know, it's you know it it hurts. Now, when it comes to spiritual things, light awakens the sleeping. Those who are spiritually dead, most people in the world are sleeping men when it comes to the walking in the light of God. Okay? They are, the living, in, they are living in darkness spiritually. Sleep in spiritually death, you know, even rushing onto that inevitable days of eternal darkness and death. And take note, a most unfortunate fact here is that this passage is being written to the believers to every believers of Jesus Christ too many professing believers are passing through life and like an unbeliever sleeping okay living in the darkness okay and also they are unaware and ignorant of the great heritage and promise of God has given us in Christ Jesus. Now, my, my, final, my final words here, my final thoughts here. We change the world by giving it a wake-up call in, in our verse, in, in verse 14. It called to reflect the gospel, okay? If Christ's works of regeneration has transformed your life, then there should be a change in the way you live it. Because as his light shines in you, we take on the properties of that light ourselves. You know, there's a song that um, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Diba? 
And you see, we are the light of this world. Then, if we are the light, brethren, what is not, why is it not shining? What is the problem? If we call ourselves we are the light of the world, why is not shining? Have we worked so hard that is covering our light? Are we ashamed to the world that we show the light to them? You know, are we ashamed that the gospel is shining in our heart? You know, there is this song, so I'll tell the world that I'm a Christian. I'm not ashamed, his name to bear. If we are the light, we should act as a light, bringing gospel, bringing goodness, righteousness, and truth, and driving out the darkness in our homes, in our community, in our country, in our state, and in the whole wild world. Brethren, okay, as is this uh, simple lesson, I mean, a lot of points, but it's quick. And I hope that uh, there's something that we've learned from it. And as a Christian, as a believer of Christ, we should live as a light of this world. And you know, um, yes, there's a lot of temptation that we, that we will encounter. But again, should we join them or should we correct them? Or should we uh, avoid them? So, uh, I mean, at work, there are so many temptations that's hard, to, that's hard to avoid. Like what I said earlier, it's either you win them or you join them. You know, just keep praying con constantly to the Lord to give you this wisdom, to give you this understanding to avoid these kinds of conversation that you hear every day. You know, I work, you know, very early in the morning. All these conversations are nasty, are thing. That's why I have these uh, headphones. You know, it works for me. I don't know headphones. It's, uh, uh, what you call this is um, you, you won't hear them loud, but you can still hear them. Then I put my music on, stuff like that. But all day it hurts. So I just take it off and, and stuff like that. But, you know, I thank God that um, he, he protects me. I thank God that uh, he leads me, and, <clears throat> and I pray that every one of us here, you know, we know we live in the sinful world, that we take care of ourselves as well. Uh, avoid all these things of conversation and nonsense thingy. Right, and I hope and pray that uh, all, all our viewers as well uh, have learned something and apply it in our daily life. All right, let's uh, bow our heads and close our eyes. <clears throat> Lord God in heaven, Lord, you know our weaknesses. You know why our light is not shining in this world. Lord, I pray that you will put oil, Lord, in our lamp. Lord, to show the world that there's Christ in our heart. You know, we may say, Lord, that it is hard to share the gospel. Lord, but by your guidance, by your will, O oh Lord, you will help us, Lord, to do this. And you know, we, we know, Father, Lord, that uh, you're the one who created us. You're the one who gave us mouth. You're the one who gave us tongue to speak. And I pray, Father, Lord, use this mouth and use this tongue, O oh Lord, to pro propagate the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, we know, Lord, that we cannot do nothing without your guidance. And please, Lord, I pray as we... Uh, as we wait for your coming, O oh Lord, and I pray before you come, there are souls that we can bring into your feet, O oh Lord. 
that we can say, Lord, Lord, that, you, that, you can, that we can say, Lord, Lord, here am I, O oh Lord. I have something, Lord, for thee. And, uh, and it's, and it's uh, good to hear with us, for us, Lord, that uh, good and thy faithful servant, O oh Lord, that you will tell us. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for this ministry that encourages us, really push us, Lord, remind us every day, Lord, about our salvation, about the, the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, and anything that we could, we could do, Lord, in, in thy service. Once again, I pray, Father, Lord, that you continue to remind us. Please, Lord, encourage us, O Lord, in, in everything that we do for thee. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.